today the help of you good young people this great church family I want to preach to you for just a little while on this thought today and that is this wilderness babies wilderness babies man would you lift your voice and lift your hands to the Lord ask God that he would send his anointing in this place today righteous God we come before you I'm depending upon you God to help me and give me strength today put words in my mouth to speak to your church and to speak to your people God I pray Lord that you would anoint our ears to hear that you would anoint our hearts to receive we'll be so careful to praise you and to thank you for it everybody clap your hands and shout unto God with a voice of triumph today Don't do it like you mean it, not because I ask you to, but because you love him. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus.
May be seated. It was Moses that God chose to lead the people out. And please, you brethren, I love all of you today, but please don't judge me if I if I don't uh, qualify or preach everything that is in this context today. I'm just going to do my best to obey the Holy Ghost. I know many of you are more qualified than me, but I ask you right now if you just bind together as men of God and pray for me that God would help me today. Amen. Moses was chosen by the hand of God to lead the people out. And uh, a people that for 400 years or over 400 years they had seen the hand of the oppressor the bible tells us that the egyptians made the children of israel serve with rigor or to serve with excess or to serve with force but god brought them out and god delivered them through a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Thank God today that God brought us out of Egypt and God delivered us by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Let me tell you why you're here today. You're here today because of a merciful God. You're here today because God showed mercy in your life. You're here today that God, because God uh, called you out of a world of darkness uh, into this marvelous light. Amen. Some of you should be on a bar stool, Brother Jerry. Uh, some of you should be addicted to alcohol. Some of you should be addicted to drugs. Uh, some of you should still be on the streets. Uh, but it was by the mercy of God uh, that God let us be at peak uh, 2015. Full of the Holy Ghost. Baptized in the only saving name. It was by the mighty hand of God and an outstretched arm can I tell you today that you're here by the mercies of God but you're also here because God used a man God used a preacher to stand in the pulpit and declare thus saith the word of God that you must repent that you gotta be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive you're here today because a man of God said there's only one Lord there's only one faith there's only one baptism you're here today because of a mighty hand and an outstretched arm but they came to the wilderness And while in the wilderness, children were born. And those children grew up in the wilderness. And the children that grew in the wilderness, they only heard of the stories about the bonds of Egypt. They only heard of the stories of the taskmaster. They only heard the stories of the beatings and the abuse. 
They only heard the stories of how they were made to serve with rigor. They only heard the stories of how horrible that it was. And thank God here today that there are some young people that have only heard of the stories about the alcohol and the drug world. Amen. Thank God that there are young people that can only sit around the table and hear the stories of grandpa as he talks about the bonds of Egypt. You can only hear the stories about how bad daddy was away from God. Amen. Thank God that God delivered you and set you free and gave you the peace to be able to come to the house of God and lift your hands and know... That you've been set free from Egypt. But I want to preach to you today that what the wilderness was to Israel, the world is to us. And we are on a journey, young people. Oh, please hear me today. Amen. It seems the songs about heaven are no longer being sung and the messages about heaven are no longer being preached young people don't ever lose sight of this in this journey that you're on don't ever lose sight that you've got a goal in mind and that is to hear him say well done thou good and faithful servant We're on a journey today. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. Because the Bible tells us, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We may be walking in this wilderness. We may be on this journey. But I'm going to tell you today, there's some apostolic young people in the house that can stand up and declare, you know what, take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Because with Jesus, nothing is impossible. And when I got Jesus, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. When I got Jesus on my side, I can take on any devil that comes against me. We are in the world, but we don't have to be like the world. Amen. As Brother Looper preached to us last night. Amen. We are in the world. We are in this wilderness. Amen. But we don't have to take on a wilderness mentality. We don't have to take on a world mentality. Amen. I believe with all of my heart that there's a group of young people in this building today or you would not be here. I believe there's a group of young people that has already settled it in your mind. Take this wilderness, but give me Jesus. Take this whole world. I made up in my mind that I'm going to Serve God and serve God with everything that is within me. It was, it was Moses that stood as a man that brought a nation into a covenant relationship with God. 
And the Bible tells us that there arose not a prophet since in Israel like Moses because he knew God face to face. He was a stalwart for the righteousness of God. But when I think about Moses and his wilderness experience, when I think of how this man impacted a nation, not only a nation, but us as children of God here today, the things that he saw, the things that he done through the mighty hand of God, the people of God would not be where they are today had it not been for a man to stand up and lead God's people out. But I can't help but wonder of this great man, what happened to his sons. We know that Moses had two sons, Gershom and Eliezer. And both of them were born to him before the Exodus. And at least one of them was still a child at the time of the Exodus. I cannot help but to ponder, Brother Booker, this great man that had such an impact on a nation and upon God's people. I cannot help but wonder what happened to his two sons. Could it be that they were influenced by the wilderness? Could it be that the wilderness played an effect or played a part in their life and in their upbringing? Why didn't Gershom and Eliezer step into their father's footsteps and lead Israel on to victory. It appears that neither of them inherited the characteristics of their great father. And it started a family downward spiral away from God and away from the things of God. Can I tell you young people today, I don't understand, I can't comprehend why people that are raised in church decide to backslide and take their kids away from God. Why not? Give them the same opportunity that you had. To me, that is so selfish. Your mama and your daddy brought you to the house of God and taught you how to pray. You ought to give your children that same opportunity. It started a downward spiral. And something terrible wrong, terribly wrong happened because Gershom's son, Jonathan, this would be Moses' grandson. This Jonathan, the grandson of Moses, acted as a priest. 
to the Danites when they set up a graven image in Judges chapter 18. You can read it. I don't have time. But, but, but this Jonathan, he, 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 he fell away from God and began to offer sacrifices to be the high priest for idol worship. And you read in this Judges chapter 18, you read as if the Hebrew writers were reluctant to associate Jonathan with Moses because they changed the name. They changed the name of Moses to Manasseh. It's as if they didn't want to admit that Jonathan was Moses' grandson. I want to tell you today that sin will take you further than you want to go. Don't be affected by the wilderness. Get you a backbone. Stand by your man of God and say leave me in 2015. We're in a day and hour that we've never faced before. We're in a day and age that we've never been in before. If you ever needed a preacher, you need him now. If you ever needed a man of God, it's today. Can I just pastor just a minute? Don't wait until you make a decision and then come to your pastor and say, you know what? I got a new job. What you think about it? Hey, I'm dating this girl. What do you think about it? We're in love and I'm really thinking about marrying her. What do you think about it? Well, hallelujah. You know, I thought about moving off and going to this college or that college. What do you think about it? Oh, by the way, I've already got my room over there. You know what? We, 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 you know what? We're just going to go out, just us young people, and, and we're not doing anything wrong, but uh, we're just going to go out to this event and, and just wanted to send you a text message and let you know what we're doing. Is anybody still out there? These lights is kind of blinding me a little bit. Amen. If you ever needed the voice of a shepherd in your life, it's 2015. This wilderness, you'll get lost in this wilderness. You'll lose your way in this wilderness. You need a shepherd. You need a pastor. Don't wait until you make the decision and come ask us if okay. You go to him first and say, Pastor, lead me. Pray with me. Guide me. I gotta have direction. Oh, I could, I could preach right here, but I'm trying to hurry. Young people, you need the man of God in your life. They lost their way. By all rights, Gershom and Eliezer and their sons should have been involved in the work of God. 
but somewhere in the wilderness uh, something happened uh, amen and I'm just here today uh, to encourage some young people I'm not here to browbeat you uh, or to cause you to leave here feeling worse than what you walked in uh, amen I'm just here today to encourage you you can make it in the wilderness uh, amen I'm a product uh, of the wilderness uh, these men of God uh, amen they all have come into the wilderness with you we're on this journey to the together. Amen. And if we can make it, you can make it too. If you can have deliverance, the one next to you can too. Oh, somebody shout victory. I've been so burdened about Gershom and Eliezer. It's been in my spirit, and I cannot help but recognize that often the family of the man of God doesn't recognize him as the man of God. Can you imagine with me Moses being your father? The things that you could learn from him. The wisdom that you could gain from him. But yet I don't see his sons gleaning from his ministry. I don't see his children gathered around him asking uh, to teach them uh, of the ways of God. Amen. I want to tell you something, preacher's sons uh, and preacher's daughters. uh, You have a valuable, valuable thing that is right in your very home. That's not just dad. I know one side is your dad, but the other side, there's an anointing that God has placed on his life that you could go to him and you could say daddy I need you to lead me I need you to help me I would to God that there would be some preacher's sons and some preacher's daughters in this conference I want to encourage you today don't be affected by the wilderness God has got a calling in your life stand firm stand strong stand fast hold on to the horns of the altar and hold Hold on to daddy and mama. You see, children and young people are affected in the wilderness. These children that were raised in the wilderness, you know what? They heard some murmuring. They heard some murmuring and some complaining. They heard it at church. They heard the murmuring in their tents. They heard it at the youth service. They come in for supper and say, Mama, what's for supper? It's the pastor today. We've been cooking him up good. And I'm going to tell you what I don't like about him. He's short. He's bald. He screams all the time. He th- I don't like 
the way they've done this and I don't like the way they're doing that. And I'm going to tell you something. We can find plenty of things to complain about if we want to. Amen. I want to tell you today that don't be distracted by the naysayers. Don't be distracted by the ones that aren't interested in making it to the end of this journey. My mother, my mother is here today. She raised us by herself. My dad got killed whenever I was 10 years old. And my mother, she raised us. Uh, that was in 1984. To just let you know, I'm 40 years young. You thought I was a lot older, didn't you? I'm just 40 years old. But in October of 1984, we lost our father in a tragic accident. And my father did not serve God. My father did not have the Holy Ghost. I don't even ever remember you correct me if I'm wrong mama but I don't ever remember my father ever coming to church uh, the one time, one time uh, in 10 years uh, that I walked this earth with him but I had a mama that kept on coming to church uh, and I had a mama that kept on praying I had a mama that kept I want to encourage a young person that's here today uh, you may be the only one living for God your daddy may not serve God your mama may not serve God but I'm telling you, you can make it, honey. You can make, you can live for God right by yourself. Don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to the ones that say you're gonna not gonna make it. Listen to the ones that say you can do it. Oh, I wish I had somebody to help me preach today. I wish there were some young people excited about living for God. I know my mother will be embarrassed by me even mentioning her today but you know what around my house coming up I never remember I never remember her saying one negative word about our pastor I never remember her ever saying I don't agree with this or I don't like this or I think he's wrong I never never ever ever remember her ever citing See, I, I, you may not even know what this is, but I'm a product of ACE. Look at me now. Y'all may not even know what that is, but it's a curriculum for Christian schools. I went first grade through the 12th grade ACE. alumni and I had trouble getting my diploma in ACE 
But never one time do I ever remember in our Christian school, my mother, uh, believe me, I was, I'm not, I'm not bragging, amen, I'm quite ashamed of it. But there was times that I got in trouble and I did have to go to the principal's office. And I never remember one time my other, my mother ever siding with me and saying, you're mistreating my boy and you're abusing. I want to tell you something. If I got a whipping at school, I got a whipping when I got home. I'm going to tell you, the murmuring and the complaining is choking out the revival in the apostolic movement. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. This word of God, it will rub you wrong. This pulpit, it will cross you at times. But I'm going to tell you, you need to just get a hold of the horns of the altar and say, it's me that needs to change. I'm the one in error. I'm going to stop complaining. In the wilderness, they heard their parents' dissatisfaction with the man of God. They even talked about stoning him. What I feel today is there's a young person here that's fighting that spirit. That there's something inside of you that knows that you should be following the leading of a shepherd. But yet you've heard some murmuring and you've heard some complaining and you've seen preachers uh, fall away and you've seen preachers uh, back up and you've seen preachers uh, let down and fall out with God and it's caused uh, you to raise some questions in your mind and now when the man of God gives you direction because of that murmuring and that complaining you feel something that you should follow but there's another spirit that rises up inside of you that says don't tell me what to do I don't have to do that you know what I came to bind that spirit in the name of Jesus Christ you're going to leave here set free from that you're going to leave here delivered from that you're going to you're going to leave here like David you're going to say try my reins oh God see if I won't go to the left see if I won't go to the right I'm telling you young people God is leading you out God has got something in store for you he's bringing you to a place that is flowing with milk and honey He's bringing you into an anointing that you've never had before. He's bringing you into being used like you've never been used before. You've got to have a preacher. How shall you hear without a preacher? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. You see, I'm a pastor and I have to be careful what I say today. But in your walk with God, it should be God and then your man of God. 
They had heard the murmurings. They had heard the complainings. And I'm going to tell you something. It's hard not to hear that junk and it not affect you. Let me preach to us preachers. Maybe, maybe, maybe Moses' men, his sons, were standing there the day that he smote the rock instead of speaking to the rock. And it caused an uproar. Man, I'm learning, I'm learning. I've been pastoring six years, and I'm going to tell you something. It's just the least little old thing. It's going to get quiet in it. And things can be in turmoil. And I'm juggling, trying to make this one happy. And trying to, trying to straighten this out. Is this too transparent today, Elder? Is this all right? Hey, man. I'm juggling. I'm struggling. I'm trying to call this mama to keep this mama from fighting this mama. And I'm trying to call, call this daddy and to keep this daddy from showing up behind the church and giving me a bloody nose coming out of the back of the church. And let me tell you something that should not be in an apostolic church. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. you got to make up in your mind, young people. you got to get this in your heart. Don't let the murmurings, don't let the complainings affect you in the wilderness. You keep your mind stayed. You keep your eyes fixed. You keep your heart right. And follow the leading of God as he follows the man of God as he follows God. I'm closer to being done than what you think. I'm afraid that the wilderness babies got used to seeing the miraculous. He led them by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. God brought them through the Red Sea and drowned Pharaoh's army behind them. He, he brought water out of a rock. He fed them with heavenly manna. He clothed them and their clothes and their shoes, amen, did not fade, did not wear out. You talk about the miraculous. I want to tell you today, young people, wilderness babies, hear me today. We cannot get used to the miraculous. We cannot become so used to it that it does not affect us anymore. That when the word of God is going forth, uh, oh, that's just some more manna. That's just some more manna. Amen. No, no, no. A thousand times no. I don't care how many times you heard Acts 2.38. It ought to make you shout every time you hear it. I don't... I don't care how many times that you hear John 3 that you gotta be born again of the water and the spirit it ought to make you run the aisles it ought to make you shut don't become used to the matter don't become so used to the miraculous that it don't affect you anymore
is my fear. Can I preach a few more minutes? You know, I love music. I love music. It's in me. It's just, I can't help it. If you get... See, it just, I, I can't help it. I mean, I just. And you know what? I believe that music is important in the church. I don't believe it's just important. I believe it's a must. You see, God is not going to come back until what happens. It's going to be music first. Some music's going to happen. And I believe that it's important in the sanctuary that you have apostolic music. But I am afraid, I am afraid, you hear me. I am afraid that we are learning how to have church instead of a move of God. This is no reflection on these talented musicians. They are some of the best in the world. But I don't want to become solely dependent on talent. I want somebody in this wilderness to say, you know what? We don't need church. We need a move of God. We don't, we don't need another song. We need an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We, I'm going to tell you, you can run all the buses you want to, you can knock all the doors you want to, but if people come to your church and you young people aren't having a move of God, it is for naught. When they come, the rafters ought to be shaking. When they come, the chandeliers ought to be swinging. Somebody ought to be running the backs of the pews. Somebody ought to be speaking in tongues. Somebody ought to be shouting the victory. Somebody ought to be rolling in the floor. I'm afraid that we're learning to come to prayer meeting and that's good you should come to prayer meeting but do you know how to touch God You know how to pray until you're speaking in a heavenly language and tears flowing down your face and you travailing in the Holy Ghost and the power of God is moving mountains through you.
in this wilderness. I'm, I'm not, I'm not interested in a put on. Amen. I appreciate your sincerity. I've seen young people. They, they make the face. No, I'm, I'm not making fun. I'm just looking like I'm crying. But I never see one teardrop that troubles me because there's no brokenness. I don't care how many faces you make. You ought to pray. You ought to get underneath that pew and pray and say, God, I'm not coming up until there's tears streaming down my face. I'm not coming up until I feel your glory. I'm not coming up until I feel deliverance. I'm not getting out from under this pew until something breaks inside of me. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. I'm telling you, God needs people in this last hour that know how to cry and pray. They're closing today. I've told you all of this. To tell you this, if you don't live for God, somebody will. That's not a discouraging statement. That's just a statement to let you know. Amen. Some of us act like uh, that if we leave the church, uh, the whole thing is going to fold up uh, and quit. Uh, amen. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to encourage you to quit today. Uh, I'm just telling you uh, that if you don't love it, uh, God will raise somebody up that will love it. Uh, amen. In this wilderness, uh, God will bring somebody that will carry on the torch. Uh, God will bring somebody that will stand for truth. Uh, God will bring somebody wave your hand brother Jerry brother Jerry goes to my church brother Jerry was in our community and I'd see him in a in a local restaurant there you never been to JS you owe it to yourself to drive by but don't blink Amen, Brother Bowen. Brother Looper was talking about uh, talking about his little town. Well, we've got one stop sign and two convenience stores and a post office. Anyway, anyway, I got to hurry. Brother Jerry was in our community, and, and I'd see him, and I'd say, God. Fill him with the Holy Ghost. I wouldn't tell Brother Jerry that. I'd just, just tell him the Lord. Lord, fill him with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Bring him to this church. And I didn't know how God was going to do it. And I didn't know when. But anyway, I didn't know that God was dealing with him. And God was dealing with me. And I was praying. And he was a searching. Anyway, I, he came to church one night. And I preached the word of God. And God filled Brother Jerry with the Holy Ghost. Baptized in Jesus' name. 
God gave him a godly wife. He was an alcoholic. He was hooked on pills. I'm just telling you today, God will raise somebody up that'll love it. God will raise somebody up that'll cherish it. God will raise somebody. So God raised Joshua. God raised Joshua and he appointed him to finish what Moses started. Moses is gone. Aaron is gone. Miriam is gone. And it's only Joshua and Caleb left. Can I tell you young people today uh, that if the Lord tarries, uh, there'll come a day uh, when the elders that you look up to, uh, they will be gone on to meet your reward. Uh, Amen. If the Lord tarries, uh, I don't believe it's going to be very long. uh, But if he chooses to, uh, amen, there's coming a day uh, that you're going to stand by the graveside uh, of a dear elder that preached this truth into you, uh, that taught you how to love God uh, and how to worship God. know what they could not stand still they could not stop the Bible says one generation passeth away and another one cometh they couldn't stop they had to keep going they had to move forward somebody had to keep the vision Because movements that don't move become monuments. And I want to tell you about the God that I serve. He's a God of life. He's not interested in having a movement that does not move. He's not interested in us creating a monument and saying, look what we have built. No, he's looking for some young people that are taken by the hands and say, come on, Jesus. We'll keep walking in the wilderness. We'll keep talking in the wilderness. We'll keep believing in the wilderness. You gotta keep moving. You gotta keep moving. God is not interested in dead, dry, boring church. He wants a movement. He wants a churning. He wants a burning. He wants somebody. Is there any young people here today that know how to respond to the Holy Ghost? I'm done. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta move on. I gotta skip a bunch of it. But I figure Brother Looper preached enough for both of us. Give me Joshua chapter 24 and verse 13. And I have given you 
and land for which you did not labor and cities which you did not build and you dwell in them of the vineyards and olive yards which ye planted not do ye eat you know why we're here today feeling what we're feeling because somebody paved the way in the wilderness you know why we're eating the fat that we're eating is because somebody killed the better cat some organ like some loud organ now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth you've got to have the truth today watch what he said he said put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye Watch what he says. He said, If it's seed, if it's seed, unto you to serve the Lord, choose you, choose you, choose you, choose you, choose you, choose you. you this day whom you will serve you know why you're in peak 2015 it's to make a choice God is calling you out of this wilderness watch what they said whether the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But you see this man that Joshua, this man named Joshua that Moses led, this children in the wilderness, this baby that was in the wilderness, God raised him up to follow in the footsteps of this good elder and say let me tell you what I'm gonna do as for me and my house we will we will we will we will we will in this wilderness we will in this wilderness, we will. In this wilderness, we will. I'm going to save it. I'm going to live by it. I'm going to love it. We will. We will. We will. something else now I'm done but I'm gonna tell you this the murmuring affected him 
the complaining affected him the same miracles over and over it affected them but I'm going to tell you what else affected them you can't help but to think that they draw back way back into their memory that when God brought them out of the world and God delivered them and they came to the Red Sea with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm There was a sister that got an old tambourine and began to worship and began to dance and began to praise God for what God had done for them. So while all the negative things may have affected them, there was still a group of people that stood up and said this. Next verse. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. I can't help but think that there was a wilderness baby that drove way back and saw Sister Miriam in their mind's eye. There were some elders that taught us how to worship. There were some elders that taught us how to pray. There were some elders. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do right now. We're going to turn this maybe sinner into an absolutely sinner. I know it's a day service, Elder. You ain't supposed to do this today, are you? I'm just doing what I feel. Hey. How hard would it be for you boys that are over here shipped that way? You girls that are over here shipped this way. Come on, you marching in the wilderness right now. Come on, you marching in the wilderness right now. Just say, excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, brother. Hey, y'all fill it up all the way across. Y'all come to the front. If it gets full, then just go on back. Those of you that are in the mezzanine, uh, if you want to come help us, uh, you can come help us. Uh, we about to have a Holy Ghost throwdown in this place today. We about to have a Holy Ghost breakthrough uh, in this place today. Is there any young man? 
that's here today that's traveling in the wilderness that can draw back on somebody in your local church and you can see them worshiping God in the spirit talk to me talk to me is there any sisters here today that can draw back in this wilderness and see a dear gray-headed mama in your church that you know how she shouts and you know how she worships is what I want you to do today they're fixing to play something and I'm done I want you to start worshiping God like you've never worshipped God before I want you to pray that God give you that spirit that's on that gray headed sister and you learn how to dance I wish you brothers would pray choose you come on Miriam Come on, get your tambourine. Come on, come on, get loose. Come on, get loose. No matter what's going on, I want you to go.